all those types of yeah, things. Yeah, it seems like all of a sudden in the first time in a long time, very long time, probably 10 years or more, we have this conglomeration or some people are referred to it as a perfect storm, right? So you've got a down market, first yep. time that's happened in a long time. Mm-hmm. You've got inflation, that hasn't happened in a long time. You've got rising interest rates, that hasn't happened in 10 or 12 years, yep. and it's all happening at the very same time. Welcome to Your Retirement Blueprint, a podcast by 210 Financial. No matter who you are or where you are in life, having a plan for your finances matters. And that's what this show is all about. In each episode, we want to help you gain an understanding of where you are now and where you want to go from here. Hey, thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Your Retirement Blueprint podcast. My name is Kendall Stahl alongside my co-host today. Phil Cooper. Phil Cooper. You're supposed to say your name. Like <laughs> Phil Cooper. Hey. Welcome to the show, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Am I supposed to say your name? Is that what I thought one? you were. Is that what a good co-host would do? Anyways, it's Phil and Kendall. Yeah. Your Retirement Blueprint Podcast today. Our topic is going to be, uh, it's really question and answer for the whole show. I love that. With a twist. Viewers love that. On Yeah. With a twist on um, inflation, market going down, all okay. that fun stuff. Okay, good. All right? Yeah. But anyways, what's going on new in your life? Got a big project coming up. Yeah, I've heard about it. Am I going to be involved in this? We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Don't know if I'll make the cut. So, you know, YouTube is the it's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to be a YouTuber. Yeah. You want to be an influencer. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm joining the YouTube yeah. movement. It has nothing to do with this, though, does Zero. it? Because we are actually Zero. on YouTube right now. Oh, okay. Who didn't realize that? <laughs> You're already a YouTuber. You didn't know it. <laughs> Welcome to the YouTube channel. So I'm going to become a YouTube ch- channel influencer, uh-huh. big thing. Yeah. Me and a buddy of mine. Yeah. Are you going to tell them what you're going to do? Not going to let the whole, no, the whole okay. thing out, but gonna, it's going to be big. It's going to be big, yeah. Just I'm prepare sure. to be wowed. Sure. If you like tractors, um, four-wheelers, uh-huh. camping, yeah. um, two bald guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, haven't well, taken a shower in a while. Haven't taken a shower in a week and a half in the mountains with a, you know some scruff going on. You're going to be amazed. It's coming your way. I cannot Stay wait tuned. to see it. Yeah, it's going to be good. Got some, uh, so Kai's doing the, the peewee show. Um, so I grew up showing livestock for the listeners. You know this. Kai's doing the peewee show. So Kai is my grandson. That'd be Kendall's son. Yep. He's yep. four years old. Yep. Might be jumping the gun a little bit, but we're going to try it. Yeah. So we rounded up some pigs and we set the barn up last night. He's pretty excited about it. Yeah. He called me. He FaceTimed me. So the fence he was climbing last night was, you know, up to my chin mm-hmm. tall. He's like, Papa, watch this. And over he goes, climbs all the way up, climbs over the fence, yep. gets in the pen with the pig. Oh, yeah. Asks for the, what do you call it? I guess the whip or the, mm-hmm. whatever that yep. tool is. Whip, he, yep. you know, and gets in there and tries to move this pig around. Well, the pig was had its mind fixed on food. Mm-hmm. It wasn't moving. Well, here's this 27-pound child trying to move a 680-pound pig. It was as cute as it could be. But he got the job done. It was let's, impressed. Let's, let's, I was impressed. I think we need to rein in your your... Your weight on pigs, okay? Is it not cut that it, much? Cut it in half or a little more, okay? <laughs> it was a giant pig, folks. <laughs> the giant this is the pig. biggest pig you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> yeah. This kid moved it like a champ. It was, it was a cow that looked like a pig. <laughs> so they're about that. They're big, actually. Well, he was big, yeah. One of them's 300 pounds. The other okay. one's 280 ish. That's a big pig. But 680. A lot too. of bacon. Lots of bacon. Anyways, anything else we need to update them on other than you are about to. Break YouTube <laughs> down. Taking it down, yeah. <laughs> no, I think that's about it. Summer's nearing the end here. We know that. And it's yeah. been a good summer, a lot of baseball, watching Mac play ball. And On to golf now, right? Yeah. 
on to golf. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So yeah, let's move on to the today's show. All right. Our question today. So we all start with a question of the day. And this one is from Jane. She is, uh, she didn't say where she's from. So we're just going to, she's okay. from somewhere. All right. Here's her question. It's not very clear. So we're going to have to answer it a couple cipher. different ways. Okay. All right. I have a pension. I also qualify for social security, but I'm told I won't be able to collect on social security. Yeah. Okay. I'm reading between the lines there. You yeah. probably know where I'm going with sure this. Sure, I do. Jane, first of all, thank you for the question. So a lot of times, folks, what happens is if a person has a, a public pension, a government pension, a lot of times it's school teachers, mm-hmm. um, university workers, they do not qualify for both collecting a government pension and Social Security. That's There's something called a windfall provision in the Social Security system that doesn't allow that. So... Um, so what Jane is referencing there is she qualifies for her pension, and then with the pension programs, normally they'll get this cost of living ratchet or increase every year. They didn't pay into Social Security, so therefore they're not collecting back out of Social Security. And that's probably what she's referencing there. But Most likely like TRS or SERS or something yeah, like that. Yeah, TRS, Teachers Retirement System, mm-hmm. SERS, State University Retirement System. But another big one, don't run into a lot, railroad, the railroad, railroad workers. Yep. Yeah, there is some in, in our area, that and pastoral people. If you're clergy, mm-hmm. you can opt out of Social Security. And so there are some folks that don't, don't just don't qualify for Social Security. They get the state pension instead. So I was explaining that, but I'm not sure I picked up on the question. What was her question? The, there? I think that was the question. Do I get it? She's, do you not she get it? Yeah. Do I or do I not get it? Doesn't really. Doesn't doesn't give enough explanation. Yeah. So Jane, if you're in the TRS system in Illinois, or if you're in the SURS system, the State University, mm-hmm. then the answer is no. You do not qualify for both. You cannot. What they legally they call that double dipping. You cannot double dip the system. And you don't get a choice of which one you're going to opt into. You get your state pension. But if you're not, if you're in a, I guess the private sector, or, right. is that the right? Yeah, the then right absolutely. Word? So yes, Jill Jane, if you worked for a corporation that's not a government a- entity, absolutely, you can take Social state Security, Farm, yeah, Caterpillar State Farm, stuff. all the private health, Komatsu, John Deere, any of those, yeah. they get pension and they get Social Security. Mm-hmm. They can they can take both. That's exactly right. And then so the people that don't like the. Maybe I'm. You correct me if I'm wrong on this, but but the people that aren't going to get Social Security, they haven't. They've also have they paid into Social. They Security? have not paid into yeah. it, so they paid into. Well, some of them didn't have to even pay into their pension that was provided right. for them as part of their pay package. So they were able to put all those Social Security dollars they would have paid in, put them into their pocket over the years. Mm-hmm. Therefore, they don't have that that benefit to pull from later. Yeah. Well, hopefully that answers your question, yeah. Jane. Jane, if that doesn't answer your question, call us and we'll we'll get you some more detail. Yeah. Okay, you ready for the main topic? Let's go. I'm fire All right. So, pretty much here's how it goes: inflation, down economy, higher taxes down the road. Okay. All right. Stock market's down. Yeah. And we've got a whole bunch of baby boomers getting ready to retire, already just retired, wondering if they can afford it. Uh, how do I avoid losing losing dollars in my four hundred one k? All those types of yeah, things. Yeah, it seems like all of a sudden in the first time in a long time, very long time, probably 10 years or more, we have this conglomeration or some people are referred to it as a perfect storm, right? So you've got a down market, first yep. time that's happened in a long time. Mm-hmm. You've got inflation, that hasn't happened in a long time. You've got rising interest rates, that hasn't happened in 10 or 12 years, yep. and it's all happening at the very same time. So here's the dilemma that and rising taxes. We think we're going to have a rising tax base due to all this. So we've yeah. got all of this pay, playing in. And here's the biggest thing that we're telling people is you better have a plan. Mm-hmm. You better know that what these things are going to do to your retirement because if not, it will derail you. 
I'm always telling Kendall, and now he's adopted, I've heard him say it too, is if we if you want to retire, if you want to do anything in life, you you have to have a plan. Yeah. And so here's what we're telling people, is Kendall would, would know this, but we just take a look at a person's situation and say, okay, you want to retire or you're already retired. You've saved up this bucket of money in a thing called a 401k or an IRA or something like that. And now you're going to reach in and take those dollars out for your own use. You're going to buy groceries. You're going to buy a car. You're going to take a vacation. At the same time the market's taking it down yep. or the same time inflation's taking it down or the same time taxes are taking it down or in the worst case scenario like we're living in now, all of those things are happening at once. Yeah. Inflation and taxes and market dropping and you reaching in, we could have a perfect storm brewing for this client. So we have to have a plan. We have to have a person know I can take these dollars now. Mm-hmm. Those are my protected dollars. I've got an inflation plan. I can have my plan shows I have more income next year than I did this year because you're going to need it. Yeah. I've got a tax plan because we think taxes are going to continually rise. I don't think they're going to go down. We have a plan for all these things, and when our plan then can weather that storm and put you down this road that says no matter which one of those things happen or if they all happen at once, I'm good to go, and I'm I, sleeping at night. Yeah, I think people just are a little discouraged right now because inflation – Right, and so yeah. the stock market's supposed to help you keep up with yeah. inflation, but it's down. It's not, yeah. Right, mm-hmm. Social Security, what ten percent? You getting ten percent raise? We're saying like that? if the if inflation continues on through the end of the year like it is now, we're going to have a ten percent raise next year. Not yeah. sure where the government's going to get that money, but they're going to keep printing it off the printing <laughs> press <taxes>. somewhere. <laughs> all all joking aside, that's exactly what's going to happen. We got an eight yeah. percent Social Security raise this year, maybe a ten percent next year. There's no money in that Social Security system. They're going to have to raise taxes. Yeah. All right. Here's some questions that kind of break everything you just said down a little bit more. First one is, how do I avoid more losses in my 401k? Mm -hmm. I think there's a bigger answer to than just a quick do this or do that. If a person is still working Mm -hmm. and still contributing to a 401k, and it's going up and down right now, if you have five years or longer to retire, I know it's hard but don't worry about the losses right now because yeah. if everything went down in price, the market went down, and you're still putting money in, mm-hmm. you're buying things on sale. Right. That was a great time. Don't worry yeah. about the losses. If you're longer than five years, certainly don't care about the losses. I know you don't like it. We don't like losses either, but things are on sale. You're buying them really cheap. If you're nearer than five years or if you're already retired, then we need to probably readdress the risk that you're taking on. If this if this current market correction has bothered you to the point of saying, how do I stop the losses? How do I stop the losses? You're probably taking on too much risk in your portfolio. Yeah, so I think we take that and we need to back it up, right? Like, um, like you said, if you've got more than five years, right, we need to find out how much risk you have yes. so that um, you're comfortable with it, right? Some people can take on a whole lot more risk than others, right? And so the way that we do that is we take all the holdings that you have inside of 401k or any of the accounts, and we figure out where they land on a scale from 1 to 99. So one's like cash in the bank, 99's as risky as you can get. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a reference point for you guys out there, the S&P 500, if you just dump it in there, it's going to have a, a risk score of 75. Mm-hmm. And so don't overthink it. It's literally just a scale. It's not, hey, we need to have 75% in stocks and and you know 25 in bonds. It's a scale. One to 99, how much risk do we have? The S&P's at 75. We're going to take your holdings. We're going to dump them in. We're going to figure out where you land on there and whether or not you're going to be okay with that when things happen like they are right now. Mm-hmm. One of the things I say uh, a lot of times is that in I've been in the industry for 
what, seven or eight years, something like that. Mm -hmm. And COVID, so March of 2020, March, April of 2020 was the first real big market correction that I had lived through or when I was in this industry anyways. And so the number one thing that I I found out in that is that most people either um, have no idea how much risk they have inside of their portfolio or accounts or whatever fancy word you want to use, or they do and, and everybody likes risk when it's going up. Right. Um, but when it comes down now, now that risk they thought they could handle, they, they can't handle the worst thing you can do is sell when the market's down. Absolutely. If you're, if you're panicked right now, the best advice I can give to the, to anybody that's a little concerned is if you're panicked, you do not want to let your emotions make your financial decisions yeah. because what will happen is we when the market goes up, you wait, you wait, you wait. When it gets to euphoria, when it gets to the mm-hmm. high, I'm going to miss out and you get in. Yeah. Then it tanks. Oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, and you get out. You just bought high and you sold low. Yep. Exactly the opposite of what you're supposed to do. You do that a couple of times, you'd be broke. You will be. <laughs> You've got to have emotionless investment strategy. That's the plan I was referencing earlier, where we're able to put you in. It's not timing of the market. I heard you say this the other day, and I stole this from you. Yeah. It's not timing of the market. It's time in the market that will win this game. If you try to time the market, it will bite you every day of the week. You will buy high, you'll, you'll get out low. If you'll give yourself time in the market, it's a game winner. Never once, never one time. Ever in the history of the stock market has it gone down and not come back higher than where it came from? That's timing in the market, or time of the market. You got to get it time in there. You got to leave it alone. If you're trying to time it, it's gonna it's gonna bite you. Yeah, you mentioned this already, um, but we can drive this point home. I keep putting this is a question. I keep putting uh, money into my 401k, um, and it still still goes down. Mm-hmm. Am I better off to stop and put it into savings until things calm down? Well, Absolutely. a couple a couple yeah. things there. One. To what we were just talking about, time in the market, not timing. If you stop putting it in your 401k and put it in your savings account to hypothetically leave it there until the market starts stops going down, now your time in the market, right? You're waiting for the bottom. It's exactly Nobody what you just said not to do. Yeah. But the biggest thing is I, I have a client. I'm actually I, I'm battling with this. I haven't told you about this yet. But I, I have a client that um, that said, hey, well, I, I just brought them on as a client. They're like, hey, Kendall, stop contributing to my 401k because I felt like I was throwing good money after bad. And so I just stopped um, because I was sick of losing money, and I was like, "Whoa, we got time before we retire. Like, you, this is the this is this now's is the, the time. time. Yeah, now's like, the time. This is where the money's made. Yeah, the dollars that you're putting in now are going to look really, really good several years from now. Yeah, right. And so, anyways, um, they went put started their contributions again, and then a, a week or two ago, got an email said, "Hey, lowered my contributions back down." It's <laughs> like, ah, uh, don't let do emotions that. sway them. Yeah, <laughs> I know it. Um, but it's called dollar cost averaging, right? The dollars you put in now, we're going to look really, really good a couple years from now. The dollars you put in in whenever, what, end of 2021, probably don't look real great mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. But over time, if you just consistently keep putting into the 401k, things are going to look good. If anything, now's the time to up your contributions. Agreed. If you're back to what Kendall was referencing there, if you've got that time ahead of you to mm-hmm. continue to work, I would, if I'm in that person's position, yeah. I would be looking at my home budget, yeah, and I'd be cutting the fat out of my budget mm-hmm. to be plowing everything I could into my retirement accounts right now because you will look back and go, boy, am I glad I did that. Yeah. I bought everything on sale. You, yeah. Okay. That's where I was going. You you said the other day, you're like, our industry is the only industry that when things go on sale, nobody buys. Exactly right. <laughs> yeah. They buy when they're high. 
Yeah. Think about that. It's like a car dealership opened up and said, we've got the highest prices in town. Get on down here before we're out of inventory. Yeah. Like, what? We, what? Nobody's going to do that. That's what people do. When the market goes high, they buy in. It's like, what are you doing? you're doing it backwards. All right. People talk a lot about 401ks, but they don't talk about 403Bs. Yeah. Uh, what happens? So, so we should probably just talk about that in general, but then here's kind of their question. What happens to, uh, to it if something happens to me? Is there a lump sum payout to my spouse? So I think the question is, hey, I have a 403B. If I die, what happens, what happens to that to money? My money? Yeah. Well, first of all, let's define what a 403B is. Yeah. A 401K, everybody knows that language. All that is, that's a, that's a line in the IRS code. Yeah. Go down to line 401, subline K, it tells you this is how you can put money away for retirement. If you work for a non-for-profit organization, you work for a church, a ministry, some schools, you go down to line 403, subline B, it's a sister plan to a 401k. Mm-hmm. 401k is a for-profit organization. 403b is a non-for-profit organization. It's no different than if you passed away owning a 401k, you've got a beneficiary, that person gets your money. If you pass away owning a 403b, whoever your beneficiary is gets your money. Generally speaking, they work the same. Just about identical. Four, yeah, just about. There's some identical. different contribution limits mm-hmm. on that are slightly different, but for the most part, you get to choose the the investments that are inside of there. You get to put money away. Your employer gets to match you. Yep, walks and talks about the same. When you take money out, you're gonna have to pay taxes. Mm-hmm. Those type of things. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, next question isn't an is an annuity annuity something I should consider for retirement? Uh, hang, hold on to that for a minute because there's another question. That says what kinds of annuities are there. So let's answer that one first. So basically three different types of annuities, right? Um, And it kind of has to do with risk. So there's a fixed annuity, um, which is essentially a CD, Mm -hmm. more or less. Mm -hmm. Looks like a CD. Um, You put X amount of dollars there, and those are your dollars. They're not going to go down in value, of course, unless you spend them. And then um, you're going to get some sort of guaranteed interest rate. They're just going to pay you, you know, 2%, 3%, 5%, whatever the number is. Mm -hmm. And that's what you're going to get, no more, no less, for a certain period of years. So literally think CD. A lot of times they probably a little higher interest rates than the CD, but um, frankly, up until recently, they're really not that attractive. They fell out of favor about 10 years ago because interest rates fell to zero, but now they're they're back and they look attractive again. Yeah. So fixed annuity. Um, So if we're talking risk, right, I think this is fair to say, that's probably the safest one. You kind of have guaranteed and you just kind of know what you're getting. Then there's uh, what they call an indexed annuity, which is kind of the hot the hot topic as of late anyways. And that is same sort of a deal, principal protected, can't lose the money you put in there. Um, and then the growth of those dollars are linked to some sort of an index. Yeah, so S&P 500, yep. Dow, something, yes, right. And then every year or two years or three years, depending on companies and things you pick, um, every company's different, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, those gains will lock in. So hypothetically, you kind of stair-step your way up. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's indexed annuity. So we got fixed, we got indexed. So that indexed annuity is just as um, principal protected as the fixed, but the interest that you potentially could get could be a lot more, but it could also be zero. Right, yeah. Um, and then there's a variable annuity, uh, which is what it sounds like. It's going to go up and down with the market. Um, so you've got market risk inside of there, meaning you, you can lose money, and 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 fees generally are highest in variable annuities. Some index annuities have fees too. I agree. I agree f- with all those. Very good description. Okay, so those are the three 
main types of and this annuities. person wants to know should they have something right yeah or it says, retirement, is, have an annuity. Is, yeah exactly i'm going to say that there's two main reasons we use annuities mm-hmm. principal protection if a person's just flat out cannot take the ups and downs of the market that's a very good place for a portion of your portfolio if you can handle modest moderate type returns mm-hmm. but you want that bottom side protected great program or if you say i've saved up a bucket of money phil and I need to make sure that money pays me a monthly or annual income mm-hmm. till death do us part. I can. I want to make sure I can never run this thing dry. Can it pay me specific amount of money every month for the rest of my life? That's the perfect spot for an annuity mm-hmm. because it works a little bit like a personal pension. I know every month I get my whatever. Let's make up a number. I put X amount of dollars in this annuity. It's going to pay me $1,000 a month. Mm-hmm. And as long as I'm alive, if I'm alive one year, it pays me for the one year, and then the balance goes to my heirs. If I live for 30 years, there may not be a balance. I've spent it, yep. but if I'm alive. It still pays me $1,000 a month. That is a perfect spot for an annuity. Who doesn't need an annuity? I would say that a person that would be of your your age, sure, you can yeah. handle some ups and downs of the market. Mm-hmm. Um, you emotionally should be able to handle the ups and downs of the market. Lo- logistically, you mm-hmm. you can handle the ups and downs of the market. Right. How old are you? Tell them how old you are. I'm 31. 31 years old. You've got a long way to go to retire, right? Yep. So you can handle the ups and downs of the market. I'm 50, soon to be 54 years old. Yeah. You know you're getting old when you got to think about it. <laughs> 50, do the math and you know you're getting old. I'm considering... Hey, I'm I'm nearing there. It's getting out there. I can see at least sure. there's going to come a day when I've got to take the amount of money that I've saved and make it last forever. So I'm at least thinking about and considering yeah. that. So a person who doesn't need annuity, somebody who can handle the ups and downs of the market, doesn't need the income for life. Yeah, I would say that's not a blanket statement. Everybody needs to absolutely figure very, out exactly what's very, right for them. Very general statement. Yeah, it's got to, we got to look at your situation specifically. Okay, last question. It's a question from me. What other questions are you hearing from your clients right now? You're asking me what questions yeah. I'm hearing from my clients what are you right now? I would say there's three or four that we've already kind of talk, touched on right there. How high is inflation going to go? Yep. Or is inflation going to continue? Or what's inflation going to do to me? It's the inflation, the big one right now. Okay. Um, number two, should I refinance my home? I hear interest rates are going up. Should I go if I've got a mortgage, should I reconsider refinancing it before mm-hmm. I can't get in on that deal? Yeah. Number three. Where is this crazy tax thing going? I mean, all I hear about is taxes, taxes, taxes. And number four, is the stock market uh, the place I should be? Or I'm in the stock market. Should I ex- you know, should I hit yeah. the exit, find the exit ramp? Mm-hmm. I think those are the big four. I bring all of those answers. No matter which question comes my way, I bring all those answers to say, do you have a plan, Mr. Yeah. and Mrs. Client, that addresses that? And, of course, if they're our client, the answer is yes. But if they're not our client, then I say, do you have a plan that if inflation continues, are you going to be okay? Do you have a plan if this market keeps falling? Are you okay? Do you have a plan if taxes go through the roof? Are you okay? Mm-hmm. Do you have a plan for and all these things? If their answer is no, then we're addressing it. Come back to the plan. Come back to the plan. Would you? Maybe you won't agree with this. I don't know. I haven't put much thought into it. Do you think taxes is one of the biggest thing that people haven't? Biggest cost for? of retirement. Yeah. Flat out biggest cost of retirement because we were taught. Mm-hmm. At least my generation and probably your generation, they were we were taught to put our money away into things like 401ks and IRAs because when we retire, the theory was we'd be in a lower tax bracket. Yep. Well, my goodness, it's not working out that way. Now we've saved all this money into a 401k. That's not that's not all our money. Mm-hmm. There's a partner in that called the IRS. And the problem with your partner, 
they get to determine how big of a partnership it is. Yeah. Well, right now they're pretty generous. They're going to give you, they want a small piece of it, but they've told us it's going to change. And I think they're going to be a big partner in that money. We have to give up a big piece of that thing. Yeah. So I think taxes, taxes could be the biggest cost in your retirement. And they're not going away, right? Like um, we talk about inflation and it's really high right now. It, it'll, right. It'll come back. Right yeah. now, that's probably a really big risk, right? But mm-hmm. over time, yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll probably out. work its way out. Yeah. Stock market's down. It'll it'll, it'll settle re- out. It'll, it'll work out. Mm-hmm. Taxes aren't going away. So anyways. not only they're not going away, I think we're going to see a lot different tax horizon. Mm-hmm. We got an aging population, ten thousand people a day. Yeah, are walking into Social Security, going, "Hey, I want my check." Ten thousand new people every day. Yeah, think of that. Where's that money going to come from? Yeah, it's, it's going to be a difficult somewhere. time. All right. Anything else on all that? Get a plan, get a plan, get a plan, get a plan, get a plan. Get a plan. And I don't know if I said it enough. Get a plan. I have a question. Yeah. Do you have a plan for this YouTube channel you got coming up? Buddy, do I have a plan? Stay are you, tuned. Are, are you eating be... your own cooking or is this, are we, is it? Is I can't it... tell you. Okay. We won't talk about the I YouTube channel I, anymore. I can't unveil the, <laughs> the big thing here. All right. You ready? This week in history. All right. McJagger. It's his birthday, 79. Start, start, start over, start over, start over. Say that word. Say his name again. Mick Jagger. You, you, I don't know if you noticed. You run that together. You said that Mick in a kind of a pre Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger. Isn't that how people say it, though? No, it's Mick Jagger. I know, but that really runs together. Really. Do nice. you even know who Mick Jagger no. is? <laughs> I told you I was 31. <laughs> My notes say he's part of the Rolling Stones, though. He's not part. He's, <laughs> he's the, he's the man. lead singer. He is Mick <laughs> Jagger, man. For you people that are my age and older, I apologize right now. I know, know I know who he is. Okay, I'm just I'm just wow. playing along. Anyways, all right. Well, that's our show for today. Uh, coming up next week. What was the, wait a minute. What was the Mick Jagger thing? The Mick Jagger was this week in history. What did he do? It was his birthday. Oh, I said his that. birthday. I'm sorry, I missed that. <laughs> I was busy chastising 70, you. 79th birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, Mick. <laughs> Uh, Happy birthday. I think I said that. We're going to know. We can listen. All right. Assuming we hit the record button. <laughs> We've done that before. I know. Anyways, thanks for joining. Thanks um, for watching today, guys. Yep. Your Retirement Blueprint Podcast. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Your Retirement Blueprint. We hope today's episode helped you gain a better grasp of your finances and clarified a possible path forward in your life. This show is brought to you by 210 Financial. And our team is passionate about helping individuals and families achieve their ideal retirements. If you'd like to talk more about your financial plan, we'd love to talk to you. You can learn more and schedule a call at 210financial.com. Again, that's www.210financial.com. We can't wait to see you right back here next time on this show.